Welcome back to another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. I am your host, Cassie Joy Garcia, and today is a really interesting interview. This is something that I personally find very fascinating. We're interviewing Dr. Anna Scott. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her, and then I'm going to pass the baton over so she can ex uh, expand on that. Dr. Anna Scott is a mathematician and environmental scientist turned entrepreneur. Her company, Claire, builds air monitoring devices that help everyone breathe easier by letting you know what's in the air and what you can do about it. Dr. Anna received her PhD in atmospheric science from Johns Hopkins University. Welcome to the show, Dr. Anna. <laughs> Thanks, Cassie. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on. Like I said, this really is something that I find very fascinating, but before we get to the nitty gritty details of indoor air quality, I would love it if you could share a little bit more about yourself. What got you into this industry? What really inspired you? And tell us a little bit more about Claire. Yeah, so I'm a scientist by training. So in college, I studied math. Um, and then I took this course where I started learning about the environment. And I thought, wow, like, this is pretty cool. So I kept doing that. And I found myself in graduate school. Uh, and I was studying atmospheric science, which means I studied how, you know, what, what's going on in the air around us affects everybody. And I ended up talking to a lot of families while doing that. And one thing that kept coming up is I'd sort of be explaining things about, you know, big, big problems like climate change and heat waves and, and natural disasters um, was people wanted to know if what they were breathing in, you know, the air around them was, was safe. Um, and so that sort of inspired me to dig in a little bit more to, to finding out about some chemistry in the air uh, and how it affects us, like the health effects. Um, and then finally, I, I, you know, I decided that uh, there wasn't enough around us to, to fix this problem. So I got together with a couple of my engineering buddies and, and we started making these devices. Very neat. Tell me more about these devices. What exactly do they do? Yeah, so uh, we design devices that measure what's in the air. So we target specific types of pollutants that are known to be common problems in the air around you. Uh, and we, we put together a bunch of sensors into a cute little box that can sit in your home and, and tell you if those things are at levels that are problematic or not. Um, and uh, our app tells you what to do about it. So interesting. So what, what would you say are some of the qualities? I'm sitting here, of course, in a room. I'm inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. When you first learn about the, the toxins that can be found in some of our favorite convenience foods and maybe some of the things that are, that's in our water, uh, you know, you just start seeing the world as it is. Uh, air quality has not been one that I really ever thought about outside of maybe mold, right? That's one most yeah can wrap their heads around. Uh, but what are some of the common ones that you think are, are lurking amongst us, the unseen uh, little particles <laughs> around, and what's the implication of those on our health? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we do think a lot about pollution outdoors. You know, we know, like, cars and factories. Um, but in the 1970s or so, when we started really modernizing houses, putting in stuff like central AC, we started making our, our homes and our offices more airtight. And so before that meant that, you know, if you had stuff that got into your house, it would probably blow back out. But now there's a lot of stuff that gets stuck in homes and that it, it just can't get out. 
um, unless you, you know, you, you do something. So for example, if you have um, an air conditioning system, when you run that, you probably have a filter and that, that can filter out your air. Um, but some of those common things that can accumulate in your home are things like small particles. Um, so uh, those are particles that are so small that um, they can get into your lungs. They can, some can even get into your bloodstream. And those can come from a, a variety of different places. But some of it include really common things you might do in your home, like, like cooking, for example. So if you have a gas stove, you know, you're burning fuel and, and that can, um, like there can be particles that, that uh, get into the air. And if you don't, if your house isn't ventilated, then those can get into your lungs. Another common source of pollutants in the air is chemicals from cleaning products. So the scientific name is called volatile organic chemicals or, or VOCs. Mm -hmm. And you might have seen low VOC paint at something like Home Depot. And that just means that those chemicals can off gas um, in a way that's harmful, particularly if you're younger, if you're um, you know, sensitive because you have a disease like asthma or COPD or another respiratory condition. And so a lot of those um, compounds are found in, in the home and studies have shown actually that when they measure, home air can contain five times more of those types of pollutants inside compared with outside. Oh, so interesting. You know, and, and this just made me think of it really quickly. If anybody's listening and they want a um, kind of an extreme version of a story of VOCs in the house and the implication it can have on health, look up Mara Lee's story from Branch Basics. Are you familiar with Branch Basics, Dr. Anna? <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm writing this down. I'm going to go look it up. She's got a great story. It is, it's an inspirational one, but it was a long, arduous journey because the conversation of VOCs wasn't really around when her son was a baby and uh, really had some difficulties with it. And it was, she described that there was, he would have a reaction just from a delivery on the front porch. He was just so sensitive. Oh, wow. So this is just so fascinating though, because you don't necessarily have to be in that very small fraction of very sensitive folks for it to have an impact on you. Uh, and, and I feel like the most of the listeners here at Fed and Fit really understand that. You know, We understand that it's not just what meets the eye is going on in our bodies and what we're having to detox from. So. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's really scary. I, you know, I had a roommate with asthma and like, I love essential oils and essential oils can be really great, but like anything, if you have too much of it, it's really bad. And, and one day I was like cleaning the kitchen with extra smelly and I, I almost gave my roommate an, an asthma attack. Uh, and so uh -huh. I learned, yeah, <laughs> that was definitely a scary moment for me. But what I learned was, you know, to make sure if you're doing things that involve chemicals or like, even if it's natural products, things that could be really highly concentrated, mm -hmm. make sure to ventilate the room, run a fan, open a window, open a door, um, and make sure you're getting fresh, clean air in. That's a really great tip. It makes me want to go open up all the doors <laughs> and the windows right now. <laughs> Very fascinating. You know, Today's show is made possible because of our friends at Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everybody where you can shop for thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 20 to 50% below traditional retail prices. So let me tell you what I'm getting from Thrive Market. There are three things that come to mind immediately. Number one, Primal Kitchen Foods Mayo. It is the mayo that I will always have on hand. It is my absolute favorite. It's the mayo that made me like mayo because <laughs> I didn't like it before. Normally, this avocado oil-based mayo is 
$11.99 retail, and you can find it on Thrive for $7.49. Incredible. This is also the mayo that I use to make a much healthier alternative for ranch dressing. Add some lemon juice and some dill. Mmm, it's so good. Number two thing that I'm getting from them, bamboo diapers. These are the disposable diapers that we use on Grayson. When we use disposable, we are using cloth on her, but when we travel, when we go out, I would like to have some disposable on hand. Normally $13.50 retail, and you can find them on Thrive for $11.49. Incredible. Number three product that I get on Thrive. I get asked about this product all the time. Where do I find coconut aminos? Well, I'll do you one better. I'm not just gonna tell you that you can find coconut aminos on Thrive Market, but you can actually find them for almost half off. Normally they're priced at $9.73, depending on where you're shopping, and you can find them on Thrive for $4.99. It's unbelievable. These are the coconut aminos that we use as a soy replacement, and if you are looking for a recipe, Google Fed and Fit Mongolian Beef, and you will find the most killer Mongolian beef sauce made from coconut aminos. You need one jar of it. It's so delicious, you're not going to regret it. You can try these products for yourself today and get an extra 25% off your purchase and a free 30-day trial from Thrive Market. Just go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Cassie. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com forward slash C-A-S-S-Y. Very fascinating. You know, and I do, I step out on the back porch to, if I ever use hairspray, but I, uh, but that's pretty much one of the only ones I never thought about cooking as well. Very yeah. fascinating. That's, I think stepping outside and making sure you get some, some good clean air in is good. It's obviously tough in the summer, you know, we're in central Texas and it can be really hot and there can also be outdoor pollution to think about. Uh, but, you know, always making sure you can, you know, like have like a vent hood or something that you can turn on while cooking. Or like you said, even stepping outside, if you're going to use products where you know there's chemicals, that's a great way to make sure those products don't stay in your home air. Interesting. Are there certain parts of the country that I'm blindsiding you with this question, mm -hmm. but have you seen trends in certain geographic regions of the country that this is, that have higher pollutant ratings for indoor, indoor air quality? Wow, what a great question. I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. Um, if, if I would guess, I mean, so it's dependent a lot on season. So for example, mm -hmm. in the Northeast, things look very different than they do in the Southeast. Um, if you live in an area where, again, you know, you live in, in air conditioning all the time versus you're getting fresh air in the spring or fall, um, that can really change what it looks like. And also, you know, if you have things like uh, you know, gas stoves or a boiler, uh, you know, if some of your, your listeners are in the Northeast versus, you know, a place like California, um, it's going to look very different. Mm -hmm. Again, California right now being an extreme example where you might not want to open right. your window if you have wildfire smoke. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So tell me, walk me through the Claire process. How does it, if I, if I wanted to test the indoor air quality of my home, what is, what would be the steps I would take to do that? Yeah, so we so Claire is a home device. Uh, it sits in about the palm of your hand, but you would just set it down um, in a room where you might be most concerned. So, for example, one of my the co-founders of my company just had a baby, and so he puts his Claire home device in the the nursery and to make sure that um, you know if he's cooking that that's not affecting the baby. 
if, for example, you have a, a kid with asthma, you might want to put it in their bedroom. If you're just generally concerned about, you know, what's going on in your home, you might want to put it in whatever room you spend the most time in. For people who work outside the home, that might be their bedroom. Um, for other folks, it might be a living room. Um, and you set it there. Uh, there's an indicator light on it that goes off when light, the, the light changes color, I mean, um, when the levels uh, change to what's considered unhealthy according to World Health Organization guidelines. Okay. And uh, when it gets really unhealthy, um, the light starts to blink red to let you know you should like immediately clear the room. Uh, and then our companion app uh, detects those, um, the, you know, the numbers that it's reading off of the device and it, it gives you a couple of remediation steps. So like simple fixes that you can use, which might be as simple as just, you know, opening a window mm. um, but could be as much as hey it really looks like you're doing some serious painting in here you might just want to clear out of the house while you you know let things get back down to normal oh fascinating are there any other uh, I have uh, an environmental remediation side of my family uh, that runs a part of that business and so that part of my That's brain awesome. is geeking out a little bit but are there any other remediation techniques aside from opening physical mechanical things that you can do open a window and a door maybe leave the house for a little bit are there any other methods that you recommend definitely uh, so you know the simplest one is once you've identified a problem product don't use it mm -hmm. a lot of products that have synthetics or these these VOC compounds you know you don't necessarily need them and there's natural cleaning alternatives that can even save you money so mm -hmm. I think for me that's like the easiest tip you can also buy an air purifier for folks who might live in the southeast like us or you know the southwest uh, you probably already have some sort of air conditioning system. And so if you're really concerned, you can buy what's called a HEPA air filter. Mm -hmm. So that's a, um, a certain grade of a filter that can get out a lot of the different kinds of toxins, but not all of them that are in your home air. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So an air purifier and a HEPA filter. What Are there certain purifiers, things we should look for on an air purifier when we're trying to buy one? Yeah, that HEPA rating, it means that um, it's going to get a lot of the particles. So um, the, the caveat there is that those filters can clean up all of these fine particles I was talking about earlier that can get into your lungs and bloodstream and are associated with like big long-term scary problems like uh, heart disease, uh, cancer, but uh, it can't get the volatile chemicals. So there's, there's not really any filters out there that studies have shown can get out those chemicals. Um, but the good news is for the chemicals, you just don't buy them. Mm -hmm. Don't buy them or yes, or let them, what is it? Off gas? What is it called? Yeah. Yeah. Or let them, the you know, right. Like if you need to paint your house, for example, like you know that it's not going to feel very healthy if you're sitting and breathing in those paint fumes. Mm -hmm. And so paint's an extreme example, but the reason we built Claire was to help people identify these other sources that they might not be able to pick up with their nose. Makes a lot of sense. And for anybody who's wondering, maybe you're pregnant or about to start a family and you're thinking, gosh, what are all of these VOC things? There's a lot of baby products, just so you know, that are labeled VOC free. And so you can find like mattresses, cribs, things that you're, where your baby will spend a lot of time. Those are the ones I think worth looking at. But this is so fascinating, Dr. Anna. Yeah, definitely. And I would say on the, especially like the VOCs can come, like you said, from things like mattresses, um, especially when they're new. So mm -hmm. always worth looking out for that if you're buying a new product, especially if kids are involved. 
Um, and some people even recommend if you do end up buying something and you do detect it's off-gassing to, you know, ventilate the room really well for the first couple days while those chemicals go away. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And eventually they do go away. We have a, it's, I joke, it's the best money I ever spend. And when it comes in line in the, in the budget, I feel like house cleaner trumps sometimes getting my hair cut. <laughs> I feel like it's just so valuable. And anyway, our house cleaner uses, I asked her to use our branch basics cleaner, uh, which is the, the owner of that company I talked about mm-hmm. a little bit ago, helped to create. These are safer Safer cleaning products, really highly effective. It's a really neat routine. And there was one day that she forgot to use our other products. And instead, she cleaned my my baby's room, the nursery. And I think she used something really powerful because she thought, nursery. (laughs) We we really got to get it really clean. And oh my goodness, it was... And we're just very, I mean, my nose is sensitive to it because we don't really have any fragrances in the house at all. Mm-hmm. And so it was quite interesting. We definitely closed the door, vinyl, uh, put an air purifier in there and then had the windows open. And it was, it's, we're in Texas. Anna and I are both in central Texas. So it was warm, but eventually things subside and Grayson, she's still little, she hasn't spent a whole lot of time in there. So there's definitely a way to heal your home in that regard. Today's show is brought to you by Larissa's Kitchen. Larissa's Kitchen protein snacks are made with only the highest quality meats, including 100% grass-fed beef. There are no preservatives, no added growth hormones, no MSG, and no nitrates. Larissa's Kitchen meat snacks come in a variety of flavors. My personal favorites are the Korean barbecue beef and the ginger teriyaki chicken. They're so tasty. I always keep a few in my purse and gym bag for a healthy protein-filled snack when I'm on the go and I don't want to sacrifice quality ingredients. Larissa's Kitchen products are available nationwide at leading retailers such as Target, Walgreens, Kroger, Publix, convenience stores, as well as on Amazon.com. Use the code 20OFFLK to receive 20% off on Amazon. This is such a good deal. Again, that's 20OFFLK to receive 20% off on Amazon. What about, I'm curious to know your thoughts on candles. There's a lot of, there's a lot of conversation around, or I've encountered a lot of conversation around, are candles healthy? Because it seems like one of those wholesome, happy things to have in your home. Where do you stand on them? Oh man, uh, I can show you guys, I can send you over a video where we test out candles using clear. Actually, we might not have posted it yet. But uh, candles, like anything, are, you know, safe in moderation, but... Mm-hmm. Different types of candles will emit, uh, you know, they'll, they'll have particles that they release in the air when they burn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, if you're looking for a natural candle, uh, I definitely own a lot. <laughs> and so the soy wax candles, those generally tend to burn fairly cleanly. And then depending on how much of the scent is in the air, that can be released as VOCs. So candles definitely are something to watch out for. Um, if it's something that, you know, relaxes you and, and makes you happy, then I wouldn't say to totally, you know, get rid of them, but make sure it's done in moderation. I would say definitely don't do it in, in a nursery or maybe around kids. Mm-hmm. What I do is I, um, you know, I, I burn them in my bathroom when I take a shower and mm-hmm. then, uh, I step out of the shower, I open the window and I let the bathroom vent itself out. So it, you know, mm-hmm. I make sure I'm not affecting other people. Ooh, that's a good tip. 
Very nice. That's a great tip. Okay, soy wax candles, generally safer than other alternatives. And then I would assume natural versus unnatural fragrances also make a difference. A little bit, but again, you know, like the example I was giving about how I almost gave my roommate an asthma attack with all of my lavender essential oils, too much of anything can be bad for you, you know, like even if you drink too much water, it it can be harmful. Mm -hmm. That's an extreme example. Like you need way, way a lot of things. Um, But just because something's natural doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's good for you. You know, essential oils are powerful. Um, and that power means that they can affect people's health. So again, we recommend everything in moderation. Um, you know, try and uh, try and avoid using a lot of these things. Like if you're, depends why you're burning a candle. If you're burning a candle because you think your home air doesn't smell good, that's actually probably a sign of other problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a candle's not going to fix that. It's going to cover it up. If you're just using it to relax a little bit, I think that's always fine. Um, but, you know, you should be aware that, that, that it is producing things that aren't necessarily good for you. Makes a lot of sense. And you're just burning more. I mean, I'm just getting this visual of these fumes billowing in this trapped little dome, which we call home. Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that's, that's small enough to get into your body, you can't really see. So mm-hmm. um, whether or not it's necessarily producing smoke isn't an indicator of how it's affecting your health. Very fascinating. Well, I'm going to go ahead and order myself 12 Claire's, <laughs> <laughs> put one in every room. Uh, but I mean, really in sincerity, do you, is this something that you think most families can grab one and then move it around if they, if they want to have it in several places or what's, what's the vision? What's the future of Claire? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm obviously biased. I love having a couple in my house, one in the bedroom and then one in the living room. Um, I think having something like two is, is super useful. Um, I don't have a family, so I know uh, my, my, co- my company's co-founder who had just had his daughter on Monday, um, he, like, he's taking all of them from the office and he's, he's got them all over his house. <laughs> But air in your home moves around a lot, so it can be really interesting to see how you know you can have things going on in, in one room that may or may not affect things going on in another room. So, you know, if you're like a dad who's got a workshop in the garage, you might want to put it mm. one like in your living room to make sure that air and dust isn't getting in. If you're you know just cooking a lot um, and frying a lot of stuff and concerned, um, you know. Having, having one in the kitchen might be useful because you'd want to protect your health, but it might be more useful to you to know how it affects your kids. Mm-hmm. That's so fascinating. You know, thinking about walking through my home and the air quality that I encounter as I walk through the home, I have, you know, the garage. And if my husband has just mowed, it probably smells like gasoline. Yeah. And then you walk in, and then if I've cooked that morning, then it, there's probably fumes of something that I cooked meeting you right when you walk into the hallway, and then you know the bathroom where you've got soap from the shower and whoever was just in there, so it's all very interesting. So I would love, I mean, I'm just dreaming for you, but <laughs> what, a, what a neat thing to have installed in a future smart home. Yeah. You know, just have it already built in. Yeah, and we're, you know, we're, we're definitely talking with some folks about that. Um, for now, we wanted to make it just easy to, to plug and go because so many people don't have smart homes yet that mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure it was accessible from day one. 
I love it. So where can folks learn more about the Claire and maybe get their hands on one? Yeah, you can go to meetclaire.com. So M-E-E-T and then Claire is in C-L-A-I-R.com. So Claire without an E, meetclaire.com. So exciting. How much does a Claire run? So the Claire sells for $189 and currently right now we're taking pre-orders. Um, so the first, I think the next six people who order will get a price of $89. Ooh, well, well, I have an advantage because you and I are recording before the show goes live. <laughs> so when it goes live, there will be maybe five left. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Dr. Anna, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and sharing a little bit about indoor air quality and the importance thereof. We're excited. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is really interesting. Good luck with Claire. I hope that it's wonderfully, explosively successful and that y'all are the future of home building from the ground up. Well, thanks. Fitting. All of those good things. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, you can find a full transcript of today's show over at fedandfit.com. And as always, we'll be back again next week. <laughs>